Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Ride continues all through the DMV, a quiet ride. Very cold out there, but the roads appear to be clear. No precipitation that we can find anywhere in the DMV, whether in Maryland or in Virginia or even in the district. So a good-looking ride on the freeway. All lanes are open uh, between 14th Street across Washington to the 11th Street Bridge. The 3rd Street Tunnel, all lanes are open both sides between New York Avenue and the freeway. DC 295 clear between the city-county line and the 11th Street Bridge. And I-295. Also running well both sides between the Beltway and the flyover ramp. Checking in at the bridges, the Wilson Bridge, the Legion Bridge, and the Bay Bridge. All running just fine. Uh, no fog or anything, and all lanes are clear with no delays. In Maryland, you on the Beltway, be aware that a couple of lanes will block to the left uh, over by DRC Road heading to Suitland Parkway, but no delays because of that road work. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Under mainly clear skies this morning, our temperatures are starting out pretty low, around 30 to 38 degrees. And today is going to be the first day with temperatures just below average, forecasting a high of 45 degrees. With gusty conditions, a wind out of the northwest, it will feel like we're in the 30s much of the day. We'll have partly sunny skies. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 41 at the wharf in D.C. as well. Oxen Hill this morning, 38 sterling, 40 Straight up and holding at our nation's capital at 259. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, February 14th. Welcome in. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up on WTOP this morning, call it the flip. George Santos' old house seat in New York goes to a Democrat. Police shoot and kill a man accused of stabbing two others inside a local training center. I'm Scott Gelman. The bill setting up a move for the Wizards and Capitals has now passed in Virginia's house. I'm Nick Einelli. A police officer in Sheridan, Wyoming, has died in the line of duty. Police post surveillance video of two more men wanted for killing a toddler. I'm Dick Iuliano. Higher than expected inflation rattles Wall Street. The Dow was down 525. Asian stocks mixed this morning. Good morning. Welcome in. 3 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Christopher Cruz. In northern Wyoming, a police officer has been shot and killed as he issued a trespass warning. Sergeant Nevada Krenke died at a hospital after being shot in downtown Sheridan. Here's KTVQ-TV reporter David Jay. The Sheridan police chief released a statement. He says, the entire department is shocked and saddened by this senseless act and appreciates all the thoughts and prayers from the community. I mainly just think about his family and how his like family's feeling. It's all pretty uh, pretty safe. Yeah. Now this kind of spooky. Police say the male shooter has barricaded himself at a home a few blocks away just after the shooting. The Sheridan County Sheriff's Office tells CBS News Radio the standoff continues at this hour. People who work in ERs have seen just about everything, but this just might be a new one. As the usual business was taking place at St. David's North Austin Medical Center, there was a large crash, and an SUV ended up inside the emergency department. The driver died. Leticia Estrada works at the hospital. Yeah, broken glass all over. It looks like a bomb just blew in there. Austin police say preliminary information indicates the incident does not appear to be an intentional act. Jennifer Kuyper, CBS News. Thousands of flight attendants have been protesting 
protesting outside 30 airports across the U.S. CBS's Carter Evans says they're demanding double-digit pay increases. They say they haven't seen raises in many cases uh, for five, six, seven years. And, and in some cases, not just before the pandemic, but back to 9-11. They say they took pay cuts back when the industry was really hurting after 9-11. So the flight attendants I spoke with today say they've got a lot of catching up to do and a lot of time to make up for. CBS News projects New York Democrat Tom Suozzi will win a special election to fill the seat left open when Republican George Santos was expelled from the House. The people of Long Island and Queens are sick and tired of the political bickering. They've had it. They want us to come together and solve problems. In Iowa, a huge turnout over a bill supported by the Republican governor that would define the terms man and woman in state law. CBS's Allison Keyes has that. Hundreds of protesters showed up. Many saying it is an attempt to erase the LGBTQ community and paint trans people as predators. It will place people in the line of fire. But supporters are calling it the Women's Bill of Rights. This bill will protect girls and women across Iowa. A 45-year-old man's been arrested in the theft of a Jackie Robinson statue found dismantled and burned in Wichita, Kansas. Thieves cut the bronze statue from its base. Police say Ricky Alderette had a financial, not a racial motive. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. WTOP and Silver Diner now bring you Free Lunch Friday to thank you for listening to WTOP, whether you're at home, at work, or on the go. Three winners every Friday. Enter to win free lunch courtesy of Silver Diner and plan your next luncheon with up to five additional guests. There's something for everyone at Silver Diner with over a 100 menu items, including vegan and gluten-free options and your diner favorites. So don't miss out. Enter to win today at WTOP.com. Search free lunch. You're with WTOP. Back Dean Lane. Attorney Joe Cordell. Business owners and professionals face special challenges in divorce court. In addition to everything else going on, they have to contend with allegations that they are earning more than they are, coupled with claims on their business or practice itself. Clients with assets depend on their divorce lawyer skills in these matters. And that's why it's so important to hire someone that has those skills. Offices in Fairfax, Virginia and Frederick, Maryland. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell and Cordell's attorneys. Online at CordellCordell.com. WTOP at 304. Good Wednesday morning, midweek. Happy Valentine's Day. February 14th, partly cloudy if you're just joining us. Breezy, the high 45. Gusty winds up to 25 during the day. We're at 40 in Washington right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your early 3 a.m. hour ride this Wednesday morning. We begin the ride this morning with something new. One person has died locally and another is fighting for their life this morning in a local hospital. All of this after being stabbed inside a Prince William County training center. WTOP on Scott Gelman tells us, Police responded at the time to the scene and shot and killed the suspect in the case. It happened just before 3.30 at a training center off of Infantry Ridge Road here in Manassas. Prince William County Police Chief Peter Newsham says officers were called for reports of a stabbing inside. When officers arrived on the scene, uh, they were confronted by a suspect who was armed with a knife. The officers fired uh, and the suspect uh, was hit. The suspect was pronounced dead here at the scene. We come to find out that the suspect had actually 
stabbed two folks inside of the training facility. One of those victims uh, is deceased. Newsham says police are still investigating whether the suspect and victims knew each other and what may have led up to the stabbings. I've seen a couple of images inside. It's horrific. In Manassas, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. WTOP at 305 Wednesday. It's considered an early political win in the state of Virginia for those who want the Capitals and Wizards to move out of D.C. to Alexandria's Potomac Yard. Virginia's House of Delegates has passed a bill that would establish a sports and entertainment authority laying the foundation for a new Caps and Wizards arena to be built in Alexandria. Mr. Speaker, eyes 59. Nose 40. Uh, 59, nose 40, the bill passes. The authority would fund much of the project by issuing bonds, and it would own the site and lease it to Monumental, the owner of the Caps and Wizards. While the House passage is significant, the bill faces an extremely uncertain future in the Senate now, where several Democratic leaders have said they're opposed to the idea. Senator L. Louise Lucas, who chairs the Senate Finance and Appropriations Committee, went so far as to say that she considers the bill to be dead on arrival if it lands in her committee. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. WTOP at 306. While two men are in custody Wednesday morning, the search is on for two others wanted in the stray gunfire death of a two-year-old toddler recently in Prince George's County. Surveillance video has been made public that shows two young men who Prince George's County police believe may be involved in last week's exchange of gunfire that took the life of two-year-old Jeremy Pau Caceres in Langley Park. The boy's mom was also hit by the stray gunfire, receiving non-life-threatening injuries. The two men already arrested and charged in the shooting death are 33-year-old Israel Fuentes and 28-year-old Johnny Alejandro Tercios, both of Lewisdale. The video can be seen at WTOP.com. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. WTOP News time now, 3.07. Anyone convicted of drunk driving locally in Maryland is required to get an ignition interlock. But victims and advocates are again trying to close a loophole thousands of drunk drivers escape through. Even though more than 10,000 people were arrested for drunk driving just last year in Maryland... 51% statistically are not getting that interlock. That's because that many got what's called probation before judgment instead of a conviction on their driving records. And that allowed them to keep the ignition interlocks off their vehicles. Rich Liotta's son, Noah, was a Montgomery County police officer killed by a drunk driver who kept getting off. For years, Liotta's come to Annapolis trying to close that loophole, and he's come close a few times, but it hasn't passed both chambers. He's hoping this year is different. If they don't get it, it's blood on their hands that they continue to have dripping. In Annapolis, John Dome in WTOP News. Good Wednesday morning, February 14th. Welcome into WTOP. Thanks for starting your day with Thank us. Thank the Lord for the night with WTOP, Dean Lane. For the time now is 3.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Time to get weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Ken Berger with us this early hour in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Clear sailing all over area roadways, clear skies, uh, no precipitation anywhere that we can see, so all lanes are clear. It's cold out there, but that's not a hindering traffic. We're just running at a fine and steady pace, light volume out there as we approach or get through the 3 o'clock hour. There are some uh, work zones around town, including uh, both directions of 66 around U.S. 29 and Roslyn, a single lane getting by at the Roosevelt Bridge, the westbound side left lane blocked because of bridge operation. 
operations and then the inner loop of the Beltway over in Merrifield on the approach to 66. The northbound exit ramp blocked because of new road construction. There's some work zones on the Beltway in Maryland and Prince George's County and the outer loop between St. Barnabas Road to John Hanson Highway. Uh, you're going to find the mobile closures along the far left side. Also reports of the Beltway inner loop between DRC Road and Suitland Parkway. Two left lanes are blocked but not seeing any delays anywhere on the Beltway whether in Maryland or in Virginia. Also in Maryland, a clear ride on 95 and 295 between the two beltways. No major issues up and down the 270 corridor, though there's the work zone southbound 270 in Frederick County between Route 40 and Dr. Perry Road. The WTOP newsroom is furnished by Regency Furniture. Shop Regency's President's Day sale and enjoy 25% off plus free delivery. Affordable never looks so good. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Mainly clear skies early this morning and only a few scattered clouds expected later today. The bigger story will be the chill. Temperatures today will be just below average. Average now 47 degrees, forecasting 45, but with a gusty wind, much of the day will feel like we're in the 30s. Again, just some scattered clouds expected for later today. You're partly sunny on Thursday with highs 48 to 53 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. You're waking up to 40 degrees and holding in our nation's capital this Wednesday morning, February 14th, brought to you this early morning on WTOP by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences six months. No payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 310. Where we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Jeff. Inflation didn't come down as much as expected in January, staying at 3.1%. Inflation in the D.C. metros higher at 3.6% in January. The highest metro for inflation is Miami at 5.7%. Discount grocer Lidl has opened its 26th D.C. area store. It's in Hyattsville. Lidl's U.S. headquarters in Crystal City is overseeing its East Coast expansion. The Dow lost 525 points Tuesday. That was 1.5%. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. Check of the Asian markets this morning ended mixed. The Nikkei was down 261 points. The Kospi down 30 points. The Hang Seng was up 143. The Shanghai was up 36. Good morning. Glad you're with us here at WTOP at 311. Effective enterprise cybersecurity requires a team effort. That's why U.S. government professionals rely on Fortinet Federal's industry-leading technology and engineering expertise for advanced infrastructure and cybersecurity capabilities to defend against malicious actors. With a singular focus on solutions for the federal government and their mission partners, Fortinet Federal can help simplify operations, converge infrastructure, and secure your data. Trusted cybersecurity for government everywhere you need it. See more at FortinetFederal.com. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. At Cabinet Discounters, we truly love what we do. Transforming kitchens, bathrooms, basements, any room. Creating new ways to help you achieve your vision and all within your budget. Visit one of our seven showrooms. Sit down with an experienced designer and build the kitchen or bathroom of your dreams. Call or go online today and schedule a free consultation at CabinetDiscounters.com. It's Cabinet Discounters, proud to serve you for over 40 years. Cabinet Discounters, great quality, great price. Good Wednesday morning, midweek. Welcome into WTLP. If you're just joining us, you can expect it to be partly cloudy, breezy, dry today. The high about 45 with gusty winds up to 25, depending upon where you are. We are at 40 degrees straight up in our nation's capital at 313. Good morning. I'm Dean Blaine. Welcome in. Glad you're with us this morning. This is WTOP News. 
and health-related news Wednesday morning on WTOP. There are little things we do every single day, like make our bed, for example, that can be really difficult for someone living with long COVID. And while we learn more every day about the physical toll the chronic illness takes, there's one aspect that goes largely unnoticed, and that's how it actually affects personal relationships. To look into that this morning, we turn to Washington Post disability reporter Amanda Morris, joining WTOP's Dimitri Sotis with more on the struggle. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that I learned was how much uncertainty a lot of these couples are dealing with. Most of the time when people get sick or have a disability, they have a pretty sure sense of what to expect. But with long COVID, it's such a new condition that so many of these couples don't know whether their partners will get better or how long it would take to get better and whether they will get worse. So it's just a lot of uncertainty about, you know, how do we plan our lives? Like, am I going to be sick forever or not? And I think the other big thing is that it's such a debilitating condition for some. There was one couple I talked to, the woman's name is Fran, and she has very severe long COVID to the point where she rarely leaves her bed. And this is somebody who used to love going out and wildlife watching and, you know, taking long walks in the woods with her partner. She just loves being outside. And now they can't do that together. So it's just, it takes a lot away and they have to be so creative in figuring out new ways to enjoy spending time together. Yeah, a lot of people may not realize, as you said, uh, in this case, the person barely leaves their bed. If, for example, you have long COVID and you do need to go out and get something done, your taxes, that's something that's happening at this time of year. You may have to then go and sleep for a whole day or two to recover. And I'm not sure everybody understands that, that it's not just like having COVID symptoms. It really is a draining of of every bit of energy you have. Yeah, and uh, there's a lot of overlap between long long COVID and another condition called chronic fatigue syndrome or MECFS. And basically what's happening in a lot of these individuals on a biological level is that when they try to be active, it actually takes them much longer to recover than a normal person. And they've showed that in a lot of scientific research so far. And a good example of this is another couple I uh, interviewed. It was a guy named Sam and his wife of nearly 20 years. And he said it's like they're in a whole new relationship because he just is the person he was before because he used to be like the adventure dad that would go out with his daughter and his wife to the beach or like take long bike rides and now if he wants to do anything like a short walk or go out to a restaurant he really has to plan ahead of time to say okay I can go out with my wife on Sunday for like lunch but that means that I have to spend all day Monday like resting we empathize so much with uh, the stories you're telling and, and what everybody's going through. In the end, Amanda, have you written written a good news story here about couples trying to work it out? Or unfortunately, is it as, as sad that on the surface it may seem? It really depends. So I think it is very sad and challenging what a lot of these couples are going through. But while some might say, oh, like my relationship is getting worse, or some people have reported things like divorce or breaking up because they get sick, others have actually reported that they've come out so much stronger. Like they've really learned how to communicate and like support each other, even in the toughest times. And all the psychologists I talked to said that this is pretty common. You you can either get worse or you can get 
a lot stronger. And some of the best relationships we see are relationships where one person has an illness or a disability. It just depends on how you handle it. That's Washington Post disability reporter Amanda Morris on WTOP talking with our Dimitri Silva. Quick look at some of the top stories early Wednesday we're following for you on WTOP this morning. Democrat Tom Swazi wins the New York special election, flipping the seat vacated when George Santos was expelled from Congress. The Republican-led House has impeached the Homeland Security Secretary on its second attempt. And what started as a double stabbing at a trade school in Manassas ends with the suspect being shot and killed by police, one stabbing victim dead, the other in critical condition. We'll have more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. If you're a worker in the district who has recently experienced job loss, the D.C. Department of Employment Services is here to help you file for benefits. And DOES's new and improved unemployment insurance benefit system is a one-stop shop where you can file claims easily. To file for unemployment benefits, residents must create an ID.me profile and verify their identity, so don't delay. To learn more or sign up for your ID.me account, visit DOES.DC.gov or visit an American Job Center near you. Coming up this half hour. This playoff-bound basketball team is getting kids excited to read. I'm Scott Gelman. It's 318. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Burger. Quiet ride continues all through the Washington area. There are no accidents reported. The scanners are quiet, both in Maryland and in Virginia, not hearing anything out of the district itself. Uh, so everything is running just fine. Light volume of traffic on this nice, clear but cold ride around the district as we get ready for the Thursday or the Wednesday morning rush hour. We do have a couple of uh, work zones around, including at the Roosevelt Bridge on the westbound side. The left lane is closed because of rehab operations. Then both directions of 66 between U.S. 29 and Ross and the Spout Run Parkway, single lane getting by the road work. The one work zone up and down the 95 corridor in Virginia is southbound south of Dale Boulevard. You will find that the exit ramp is blocked because of construction activity. The Georgetown Pike right at the Beltway uh, rehab operations, the right lane is closed. And then down in Stafford County near Spring Valley Drive on US 1, that's north of Fredericksburg. You've got bridge work causing left lane and right lane alternating closures in both directions, but not seeing any major delays because of that, of that road work in Maryland. You've got work zones in Montgomery County, Bradley Boulevard, both directions near Valley Road. Their lanes are blocked in either direction because of the ongoing road work. And we also have the road work in Montgomery County in Silver Spring, northbound 29. That's shut down between Fenton Street and Noy Street with Choi operations on the southbound side. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. And coming right up this half hour on T.O.P. A study on some long-term effects of being bullied. I'm Neil Augenstein. On the cooler side of things today and still a bit of a blustery wind coming our way for the afternoon. So much of your Wednesday, your Valentine's Day, will be pretty chilly. It'll feel like we're in the 30s throughout the day. Actual air temperature, 30 to 38 degrees early this morning. Later today, forecasting a high of 45 degrees. Average now, 47. So we're just below average in the first day this month that our temperatures have 
have been below average. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We are at 37 degrees in Tyson's, 36 Waldorf, 41 LaFont Plaza. We're at 40 degrees straight up and holding this 3 a.m. hour Wednesday morning, February 14th. Brought to you this time around on WTOP by Linda Plummer Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Check him out. Linda Plummer Heating and Air. It's 321. Good morning. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it from your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know. Good news on gas prices. The local news you need to know. This just in. Or the traffic you want to avoid. Avoid 66 if you can. WTOP News. Facts matter on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. Substance use disorder and addiction is so isolating. And so as a black woman in recovery, hope must be loud. It grows louder when you ask for help and you're vulnerable. It is the thread that lets you know that no matter what happens, you will be okay. When we learn the power of hope, recovery is possible. Find out how at startwithhope.com. Brought to you by the National Council for Mental Wellbeing, Shatterproof, and the Ad Council. Good Wednesday morning. It is February 14th at 322. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Welcome. This is WTOP News. Here at home once a week, a Prince William County Elementary School hosts special guests to read to students. This morning, WTOP Scott Gelman shares with us how the kids are looking forward to something they may otherwise dread. My legs aren't long enough to cover all the ground. Harlem Lyons was nervous the first time he held a book to read to kids here at River Oaks Elementary. I got a lot more confidence. You know, my reading went up. For the last few weeks, Potomac High School boys basketball players like Harlem have come to read to kindergarten and second graders. They're smiling and focused, so much so you may think it's an NBA star leading the class. I'm sure I would have wanted someone older to read a book to me. For the playoff-bound Potomac players, it's an escape from basketball. But for the younger students, it's a reason to be excited about reading. It's fun when they read to us. One day I want to be on their basketball team, too. In Prince William County, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. You know, bullying is not only unpleasant and dangerous, it also has some long-term effects. A new study shows young teens who develop a strong distrust of other people because of being bullied are much more likely to have serious mental health issues as adults. Those who were bullied and became distrustful were more than three times more likely to have it affect their mental health compared to those who developed less distrust. UCLA researchers tested the theory that social threats, including bullying, instill the belief that the world is an unfriendly, dangerous, or unpredictable place. Researchers hope that schools can work to foster trust at the classroom level. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. The man who invented the Pop-Tart has died. Back in the early 60s, Bill Post was working for Keebler and was approached by Kellogg's to create a product that would appeal to kids and that would be warmed in a toaster. He came up with what he first called fruit scones and tested them out on his own kids who loved them. Pop-Tarts were first sold in 1964 in Cleveland. Post said his favorite flavor was strawberry and he ate them untoasted. Bill Post, father of the Pop-Tarts, dead at 96. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP. 
Dogs.com. Calling all dog lovers. Mark your calendars for April 20th and join the community at Orinoco Bay Park in Old Town Alexandria for the third annual ALX Dog 